episode 13, Scrams Jams, a Screamo podcast. My name is Tam. Delighted to be here, joined as ever by Mark. Vinny, how you doing? No bad, no bad. It's been a while since we've done this one, one of these, eh? It has. Feels like a wee while, but glad to be back in the Scrams hut. We are in the Scrams hut tonight, um, and also, as always, we've got Dave McLeod. Scram a loving. Happen so fast. Boom, boom, boom. Scram a loving. Have me some scrams. <laughs> and we're a three piece tonight. Oh, I am back to being a. McGee got deported for being an <laughs> arsehole. <laughs> he said some controversial <laughs> things in that last podcast and he got taken away. The envy, folk, the envy troops have got the, what do you call it, American embassy to deport them back to America. <laughs> all that. Aye. They weren't happy. <laughs> <laughs> they were <laughs> disappointed in his Yami Yattle score. Uh, uh, I know, that's the lowest score yet. I know, it was, aye. But anyway. So, one observation I've got as we as we stand here uh, rec- <laughs> what do we do? recording um recording episode thirteen is that so it's the middle of summer and we are looking brilliant. All three of us look pretty tanned pretty kind of handsome compared to like Aye. when we were recording this in january Aye, like pure, pure pasty fat guys pure black sunken eyes hi fed up with life like west central scotland just pure had destroyed us we're in the midst of summer we're all looking tremendous do you think we could translate how good we look into how good we sound uh aye. so we look sunburnt how can we sound sunburnt <laughs> ah ah, oh, ah. ah. We've all got red faces. Don't touch it. I've got I've got a really red face because I was on my summer holidays. You know your holidays, mate. Summer holidays the last week. You know holidays, mate. Berwick upon Tweed. You on a wee trip? You on a wee trip? How was your wee trip? It was about twenty-two degrees. It's pretty much as hot as I can handle. <laughs> but I was decent. But delighted to be back here. Do you know what was really good? Being on a holiday with the family and knowing that you're coming back to record a podcast with your pals. Oh, you just get back your day, literally just back in the door, unpack the wains, because put them in those <laughs> unpack the wains. Nah, I know. I feel like because they had them on suitcases. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> I just meant like unpack the cases. Yeah. Get the wains back in. Straight, straight in. Straight in there. To, re- to record the podcast. <laughs> That's an extreme behaviour management <laughs> strategy. Um. I'm not suggesting. Just if anybody's social work listen to this, they, they, no, they didn't actually. Do that, that didn't happen. No. <laughs> so we're um, so last time. So it's been a few weeks, eh? Three, four weeks since we since we done the last Aye, one. We've, we, we've been a wee bit lazy, I think. Well, we had a we had a scra- uh, scrams jam summer vacay. We did die. It was Tam's birthday, and then you used to be on holiday. Ah, well, so yeah. there we go. That's what happened. And that's us back. Woo. We're on, we were on our holidays and they were not. So it was it was envy last time. Um, for the last couple, we had uh, McGee with us, and that was that was awesome. He's now see you later, which is well neither here nor there, frankly. <laughs> um, the fact of the matter is, he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. <laughs> have we got anything to say about the about the envy episode? Funny in terms of feedback for folk around. Mm, nah. Nothing. I noticed there was <laughs> a, nothing. I noticed where this was a purposeful delay in putting the uh, 
the scores up because like on reflection, man, I get nineteen out of thirty. It's a low. Oh no, there was yet. there was one um, on the the fucking heroes, uh, sadness is rebellion. Said why we're not putting color affairs uh, on there. Well, so good shout, man. Nearly, um, it was nearly mine, but good shout. Sadness is rebellion. I think Finney was kind of cheating it to put the score uh, up. I think that's what I'm saying. I, I think he was. I was. I. I done it all today, like the day we're recording this. Done all the, the social media yummy ghetto fucking hero shit. Scared of the backlash. I was like, mm. Scared of the backlash. Yeah. I've got a big question. Yeah. See you on the yummy ghetto like Instagram post. What are you going to do when you run out of space? Oh, because it's you're close to it. No, no. I've thought <laughs> this. I'm going to shrink the ghetto. <laughs> A smaller gato. A smaller gato. It's going to be the same gato. No. But I'm just going to reduce the size of it in Photoshop and then find more albums on there. Should we adjust our scoring since we're fighting over a smaller slice of the gato? How does that that get ratio-wise when you're talking about, like, well, the Lacquette one got 22 or 23 slices of gato, but they were huge slices. That was for the bigger gato. A big gato. I would rather have a big gato. Oh, right, I see what you mean now. I see what you mean. Uh, would you rather have two slices of smaller gato or one big slice of a giant gato? Well, it's either that or we just wipe the board and then start putting new albums up. But I quite like seeing other ones before as well, so I, I don't know. Interesting. Any thoughts? Let any us any know. Thoughts? Let us know. It's actually nobody cares. Like This is this is something to remember. Uh, as I go through my life, <laughs> like a guiding principle of mine, and it's stood me in good stead this, is see when you realise... That nobody actually cares about you. Aye. Like nobody cares what you do. Nobody cares what you show up to. Nobody cares your views on things. Like, see, once you appreciate that, it's quite liberating. Nobody cares what we do with this yummy girl thing. Aye. So let's just enjoy it. Can you put over like a violin sadness track over Tam's whole? Nobody cares what we do. <laughs> like the radio two <laughs> letters <laughs> thing with your sad letter story. Get that over there. Kind of that thing. Um, right. This week. Dave's pick. Dave's pick. What are we doing, Dave? We are doing this week one of my all-time favourite emo, screamo, scrammer records. It's Life at These Speeds, their self-titled record. I know they have two LPs, but it's a self-titled record, the one that's near on impossible to find. (laughs) Unless you've got it. Can I just say, if somehow Life at These Speeds are listening to this, Please put it on Spotify, Apple Music, or even Bandcamp or something, because it's it's just not there, uh, and people want to listen to it. It is weird. Is it, do you think there's a reason for that? Because I mean, it's I, I actually think I had this vinyl when when I was younger, um, and I mean it's popular. People yeah. people love it, but it's, it's quite annoying that it's difficult to listen to. I, it's hard to tell. Like so, they they never toured Europe until they had the the split with Science of Yabra, and then they had a big record out on Level Plane to Your Health, which kind of did really well. And I don't know, like I, I don't know. I, um, I was lucky. I maybe come back to this later. On, but I was kind of managed to get chatting to um, Alan, one of the band members, and and Messenger the other just about the record. And I don't know what it is. Why this album's isn't really widely available. It is, it is weirdly on Spotify, but it's unavailable to listen to. Um, I had the record on a, um, MP3 only, but I never had the vinyl, so I got really, <laughs> like, 
about like three years ago I was sitting one of the nights after one of the nights whatever they'd been at the house and I was like I'm, I want this record man I pure want it I want it forever and I got messing the band they don't have any copies of it left and it's aye so I don't know why it's so hard to get whether they don't think it's as good as the um, to your health but it's it's uh, it's, it's, one, just, it's one of your favourites. It's one of my favourites, man. It's so good. And I think there's quite a few. There's maybe like a small clique of people that is yeah. it's so, it's right up there with it for them as well. So life at these speeds. Um, we're, we're doing it. Davy Boy, we're what about... Um, so tell us about the band. You obviously know most about them. It is up. So, so life at these speeds are from Portland, Oregon. Um, and uh, they were... Uh, formed in like 2003, 2004. Uh, and the, the Can I just stop you there? How many albums have we spoke about on here were by 2003 <laughs> or 2004? Aye, pretty much era. every... What an era, man. Every Aye. single album. Early 2000s. Early 2000s. Aye. 2004 seems to come up all the time. Uh, good, uh, it's a good year. Good year. One of the ones you pull out your record. You pull out your record. 2003, ah, good, good year. Good pull, it out, pull it out like you're pulling out a bottle of wine at a wine rack. <laughs> like, Look at this. Look at this. Wow. Um, so, like, I. Hence the lavender. Uh, to about <laughs> 2004. I'll go for their discography just now, right? They, um, their, their actual their first release was the self titled 12 inch that we're talking about tonight. It was out on Perpetual Motion uh, in Grey Sky. I think it was also. There's also another. Uh, record label Ausla something like that that maybe the it was like a split release um, they then had like three splits um, uh, in a row in 2005 they had one with Science of Yabra which was a tour split um, if anybody went to the European tour the one that they made it to the UK was in 2005 September 2005 with Science of Yabra they also had a 7 inch split with End on End and a 7 inch split with Sinaloa a band that they quite often get like they talk about them being in like the same uh, genre type of emo um, who's Sinaloa Sinaloa right uh, and in 2006 they had their follow up they're kind of like it was on level playing so I guess that was like oh they've got a record on level playing that's the big boy uh, and, uh, which is called To Your Health um, which is also really good um, it's just for me it's just not as good as it, it doesn't it's not as good as the self-titled um, and then in 2006 they had a split with Thank God um, you might see a, a version of the, t- the self-titled record with um, with two tracks on it, extra tracks um, but I'm pretty sure that they're from the they're two tracks from the either the end or end split or the Sinaloa split they're, they're not actually on the, the original self-titled track the self-titled album has nine tunes only Um so that's uh, that's nine is, nine is fine. It's interesting. Nine you say, is fine. It's inter- ah. interesting you say Sinaloa there. Like I've noticed, if you look at some of the comments for for some of the um, posts that we've put up, like it, it's a band that kind of comes up now and again, and it's a band I've never. I need to be honest, I've never ever listened to Sinaloa. Ah, uh, did we not play? We played a gig with them, did we not? Uh, we play, uh, they played at. Was that not a day in black and white in Sinaloa? No, nah, it was a day in black and white in Golden Birds. It was Golden uh, It was at Block. Yeah. I want to say it was Wow Owls. No, we never played with them. We went to see it. I think it was Wow Owls in Sinaloa. Maybe. Maybe so, I could so be correct. It kind of feels that. like one of these bands that are like, I might love them and I've just never ever got into them. That's why 
that's the beauty of scrams. You've got all these hidden treasures. Uh, maybe similar one for me. So, so bands they they often get like compared to in terms of like their con- always their contemporaries. I don't know if know if there's any like bands you would go. Oh, they sound like that before them or after them. They're always in that kind of mix. So like Wow Wow's the pain. And Sinaloa bands you always get compared to uh, Science of Yabra as well. Um, they're kind of like a mixture of like I guess emo. They're like, but with that with really like punk mid tempo punk mm-hmm. energy. I aye, guess. Aye. Um, uh, so uh, that's a wee bit about them. In terms of their members, right, they've got, um, there's four members and they all do vocals. Interesting. All do vocals. Always. But, uh, but the, the drummer as well? All do vocals, drummer too. But the, does the drummer do actual vocals or does the drummer do vocals like you pretended to do <laughs> vocals? <laughs> Which is Are like, just in the back with no mic, just screaming your... Your nah, face off. I think the so I'm trying. There's a story about the live show in Edinburgh. Ah, is, is he mic'd up? Is the drummer mic'd up for vocals? I, I think, I, from my memory, I, it was mic'd up. There was four vocalists mic'd up. Somebody can maybe correct me on that, but there was four vocalists mic'd up, and they all write their own like lyrics. Um, uh, which is interesting actually because, like, I maybe come back. We're talking. We're going to obviously we're always talking about song meanings and stuff like that. There's. For me, like the record doesn't itself, this record doesn't have, like if you go searching for some like kind of deep, meaningful like theme all the way through, or even like deep meaningful through through songs, because all the vocalists do their own lyrics. I don't really think there's there's many there's not a couple maybe that have got like kind of similar themes, but I don't really know if they made a conscious effort to like write. Oh, this song is about this, right. and it kind of adds this whole kind of re- re- kind of element of like randomness to the lyrics. But the one thing that I would say about like all this, because they all do vocals and they all write their own songs, and almost every song there's just a wee, there's like a line, or a couple of lines that are just like ah, that's yeah, awesome, and uh, it's not like a like they don't have that whole like circle takes a square with, with like a kind of recurring theme going yeah, all yeah. the way through, and do you know what I mean? I don't think yeah. I do, don't go looking for this. It's not something that you'll find. But what you will find is like something to grab hold of and something to like, I guess raise, raise you up a wee bit. And the, the four vocalists writing their own lyrics and doing all having like a really different voice um, adds to it. So like there's Chris who does vocals and drums, um, Luke who does the vocals and guitar, Asa who does vocals and bass, and then Alan who does vocals and guitar. That's the four members of them. It's kind of interesting, isn't it? Like it just like it must open up so many opportunities for you as a group of musicians if you've got you know aye no, we we tried to do it in Mesa but like we mostly we done it like at the recording stage we would do different vocal like David like Dave the vocalist obviously MG was on for the last couple of episodes he would have his vocals but then yeah. we would come up with different parts to add to it like when we were recording mm. and then we'd do them live later on um, so it'd be interesting to know like with four vocalists all writing lyrics, did they do that? Aye, is there, as is, they were writing, is there like a mean? Is there because I'm dead surprised to hear you say that because I've been listening to this album all week, and like I, 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 knew, I knew there was more than one vocalist, but I basically thought the the two guitarists Aye, the bass were, player, were, were playing and Aye. then were, were singing and they just Aye. had quite different voices, but. I'm surprised uh, to hear there's so many. I, I don't know. I don't know if there's a main vocalist. Like they're, they're they've all they've all got kind of different voices. Um, 
So, so I, like I'm going to just do a big and instantly before we're leaving the album yet. But one of the things that I love so much about this record is some of the like vocal choices that they make. They all make in the songs are so satisfying and so interesting. Like they're singing at parts, and they're like one of the like one or two of the most like uh, amazing bits of the record are sung. One in particular, if you ever like, maybe not if you know this record, know what I'm talking about. But the way that some of the rhythms of the vocals that they do when they're when they're getting them are just so well chosen. Like the one of the vocals like rhymes bits and writes like lines that rhyme with each other, and you're going Aye. a a scrams vocalist or an emo vocalist, whatever they would, whatever's yeah. genre them doing that. Like it's that some of that bit sounds just so like it's just so well chosen and well timed and they're so satisfying to go with the music so well um i'm kind of i'm kind of like dead pleased that we're we're doing this one tonight because it's, it's probably the first uh, i don't know the the first album that we spoke about on here that's kind of of this genre like it's proper emo it's i don't know what would you call it it's, a, it's, a, it's an emo album it's emo into it? I don't know. But I mean, we could just call it Scrams because we will call it. We'll call it Scrams if you want, and we've talked about this before. Aye. And listen, like, it, was, well, it is what it is, isn't it? We're, we're telling that, you. I think that's really cool that you've had some sort of engagement with with somebody for the band. Aye. So do they know we're doing this tonight? They know we're recording this tonight, aye. What's happening? What's happening, guys? <laughs> right, right, aye. The pressure is on. Oh, well. <laughs> the pressure's on you, Dave. Like, that's, that's aye. It's definitely on you. The pressure's <laughs> not on me and Vinny. Uh, pressure's on you you right. made the contact Let's recently they had a song the one that you can only find on Spotify is they, they did a song for fundraising for like animal rights song and it's on Spotify and they, I'd never heard it before until I was then like this is this has got to be on Spotify before doing it for this uh, and there's a, there's one recent song on Spotify that I didn't include in the discography that's cool. actually really really good so Awesome. That's the only song that I can find on Spotify that's like at the speeds. So, like, imagine Alan's listening to this and he's like, ah, the reason we're not on Spotify on, on Apple Music is because, and he lists a whole, uh, like, real good reasons why not to subscribe to that nonsense. And yeah. we're just in here moaning that we can't get a hold of it easily. It's too hard, right? Make <laughs> it easy for me now. <laughs> right. Um, Moving. Oh, there's what there's kind of I guess there's one last kind of thing that I want to say. We mentioned about like vocalists, um, as a as a sort of like preamble to the record, um, and that is that the for this is the f- maybe the, the first. Um, uh, for me, it's the first record we've done where, like, the album is. Uh, uh, we joked in the the joke the we joked in the intro for the episode about we talk about our feelings and stuff. But the ultimate bit about this record is that it's so positive and like this is a feel good record for start to finish. Like it's a uplifting I've noticed somebody in the comments tonight said life affirming, I've got life affirming written all over my notes tonight. But this but this record does for me is just so like like it makes like ah oh yeah, like amazing. One of those like everything's aye, everything's gonna be alright. Well, I suggest then that we embrace that and we try and capture it somehow and get it get it out there because that's the most I mean that's the most amazing thing about all these albums that we spoke about uh-huh. is they mean different things to different people and the fact that that means that to you and 
Like I, know, I hadn't noticed that comment, man. But the fact that somebody's commented life of, uh, saying that it's life affirming, then I mean, I've said that about about bands. Was it no? Was it no Max who said that? Maybe I could have been. Aye. but it is like because he said he li- he li- I think he lives in Portland. Lives in Portland he's aye. seen them in Portland. Aye. All the coffees and hops and Mad Max. Uh, Mad Max. Yeah. Mad, Mad Max. Tickle, tickle. Yeah. <laughs> right, should we crack on with the with the album then? Let's crack on with the album. Right. Okay. So. I'll start it then. So, uh, Life at These Speeds self-titled and the first song is called You Know To Say Yes. This song starts off with a a punky fast riff, um, and the first sort of lines are, "Open the doors and let the light in," and this riff's just, just dead uplifting into to start with. Um, the second the second riff's a kind of more kind of strummy chord riff, um, and then the third riff the notes are kind of holding for longer and it's just kind of developing the song. <laughs> Riff, you've got the, the the line that says a thousand blank stairs with a little drum clicks yeah. bit and it's just the first time he does a kind of wee pause in the album you just can take a wee breath and uh, you're just waiting for it to burst back in again Back in, I think I think it's playing the set the third riff again, the same riff as the as before, um, and the lyrics are, well, this is no silent silent attack, we take Artil tracks, um, which is talking about I think an attack on your arteries, Aye. which is like um, obviously, maybe a reference to drugs. I don't know, like straight to the arteries, like well, it's I... like a direct direct hit. Uh-huh. Whatever, um, like blood pumping, like energy, aye, aye. And, and that kind of goes with the song because it's a very fast, up tempo song. So, yeah. um, that was a really cool line. I like that one. Um, so by the time it gets to about the, the fifth riff, um, it's got a kind of chiming riff, and it changes tempo of the song a little bit. <laughs> goes on to a build up about two minutes 50 in there's a build up where it cuts to just cl- just clean guitar that bit's class man and you can hear you can actually I know this is their self title so essentially their demo in one ear you can hear the guitar and the other ear you can hear the original <laughs> track Aye. Like, I only know this because we've recorded stuff before right and you can you do like a, a track for the drummer to play along with and then you record the the yeah, yeah. actual song later on and they've just left it in Aye. and I like that man I think that's cool do you think that was on purpose or do you think it's just so 
I, I, maybe maybe not maybe in a wee bit of like naivety or something the chat I had with the again like thanks to Alan for replying to my message I had one hunch about this record but the, the, the entire time I've been listening to it since I've grown up I was like I want to know how they've recorded this because it has this there's so many wee like tiny wee oh, there's a wee disc on there what's the wee but this, this was all recorded to tape and most of the um, everything apart from the bass and the vocals were recorded as a live track and it seemed to be like most of the songs were recorded live at one time onto tape and then on oh, the tape, that's, that's old school, man. Aye. Like, well, we, we recorded in, what, 2005, and it was Aye. obviously all computerised by that point. Which would explain, so, like, as we go through the record, like, loads of wee, like, mistakes here or there, or, like, you see here, but it's all part of the whole, this is what, Aye. it's just the energy no, that gives uh, it. It's a DIY vibe, into it, man? You love, love that sort of, the imperfections, it makes it sound more, more real. Aye. Um, so then, when it gets to the end, um, there's another strummy riff, and it's got the best lyric in this song. Um, I thought I found support, but it's a false floor, and now I can't resign, and now I can't resign. Mm. That's that's an awesome uh, lyric. Love that one. This, well, this song is this is my favourite song on this album so this would be my fucking hero oh really aye, uh, aye definitely man um, Dave what's your memories of this song or whatever uh, memories of this like I, I, I love the well first thing I wanted to bring, the, like use of feedback right what is it about see there's a bit with like this feedback at the start any song aye. right but like there's, there's something about when you know that oh that's the feedback from that what is it about feedback because it's such a pure basic thing and Love anybody feedback, can man. do it but when you hear it like there's feedback in uh, uh, how many like orchid songs have pure like wild feedback before and you're like oh yes here we go is it because it gives you like the three seconds to prepare for the good song that's coming possibly it's, it's like, I, I remember we were recording a Mesa I can't remember what one it was we were recording some Mesa track and I think it was Robin that was recording this. And I'm like, right now, we just want a big feedback bit here. And he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, I just want to hold hold my guitar Aye. up to the amp, right, with my distortion <laughs> pedal on. And I want you to record the noise it makes. And he's looking at his like... He's like, why do you want to do that? Why do you want to do that? It sounds horrible. Like, just go, <laughs> go, go and just do it. <laughs> he was like a pure perfectionist, though. And he's like, why would you want to record that? But um, he's dead right. The the no I think what I talk about is just that like the the first line of the song you mentioned that open up the door and let in the light and just like Aye. immediately going yeah like it's the way it goes like, let the light in Aye. let the light in like that's, that's how man. positive is that like it tells you right away what with the pace of the song and the and the, the first line is just such a like this is what this record is about Aye. or not about so I don't mean that this is what this record this is what its vibe is. Aye, it sets a tone. Um, I, I really struggle to, like, I know you've said that with multiple vocalists, but you struggle to get an idea of what they're talking about. I, I think it's interesting that you think that there's a possibility that maybe it's about drugs, m- maybe not, but, I mean, looking at su- some of the lyrics, and I mean, I'll, I'll speak about this later on, but 
they just paint a, an awesome picture, right? And it's like, you know people that are really clever at writing words, so I guess, like, if you, if you read a beautiful bit of poetry, it almost doesn't matter what the guy's trying to say. It's amazing to read those words in a row. Like, it just get, it either paints a picture for you or it just invokes a, a, a an image or, or whatever. And, and some of this is amazing, like, discarded photos and letters of moments we used. It's just like... That's a nice, a nice vibe. I think it sets the sets the album up brilliantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, one, one more wee thing that the, you you ta- you talked about it as well. There's a wee about fifty five seconds in. There's like this false crescendo where the song sort of builds to something, and then we were actually just talking about that bit in the song before we started podding about like oh, that's really good that bit, but it just then you expect it to do something else, and it goes to this like mid tempo bit. Like this is something that like they do so well. It's part. I think it's part of their whole vibe as a band, where they they'll let the song build up to something, and then they'll take it to somewhere else before you eventually get to what the big end you're expecting is after. Like there's a mid tempo bit, or they just refrain for a wee bit. Ah, yeah. yeah. I don't want to sing the riff. We're definitely trying to not sing the riffs, right? Maybe <laughs> <laughs> trying not to sing the riffs, but there's a whole like. 55 seconds mid-tempo bit then it gets to the the um the bit we're talking about i just they're so good at it it's sort of a theme throughout this thing we're going to do that over and over again cool uh right david why move on to the next song then okay song number two is called birds and climates <laughs> Positive, positive use of it. So the the song, it's not not many meanings, but the the fact that the song is called Birds and Climates, and it kind of I guess rings back to like the whole idea that like when birds migrate or something, they're looking for better, warmer climates. And I know the song, the lyrics are a bit scatty, but this just slaps with me like like make new climates for yourself, like this make a new beginning or try and breathe new air or do you know what I mean try to breathe different air and like no birds would go and try and improve things for themselves by yeah. finding something else but again like so affirming man that is a, that's a thing. that's an awesome observation I don't care if it's right or wrong but I'm in- <laughs> instantly hooked into that uh, it's like well a, done well done Dave well done I think that the first draft sounds like a parade or something aye Aye, yeah. So for me, it sounds like for me, it sounds like a it's like a bull dragging its heels before like a fight. Yours are so funny, the same riff, different things, but like it's dragging its heels, like it's pure revving up for something, like it's pure about to about to pop. It never, to be fair, man, the the song never really, really does pop and go like really fast or anything like that. But it just does that vibe to me. The first, the fact, the whole first section feels like that. Um, and I, I would again like the, the the first riffs here are uh, quite positive. Again, they're not as angry or sad. I don't know how you would describe the tone, but it's definitely neither. There's angry one or sad. There's one riff. I think it's maybe the second riff that I've noted down here sounds like an Egyptian riff. <laughs>
fucking love a mad Egyptian riff. <laughs> you are a you are a mad <laughs> Egyptian um, riff. You are a pharaoh. Mark Fair enough. Just, I just talked over your joke. You mean <laughs> Sorry, I've met a bag. I've tried that one before on here, so okay. let's move on. We, we, we take a second to appreciate the most, one of the most emo lines of any of any album that we spoke about. We raise our arms so high until our hearts run dry. <laughs> Can he fucking, like, I'm saying that as like, that's amazing. Like, that's exactly what Aye. you want for a, for a Scram's album. Um, but, the, like, so again one of the reasons why I like this song so much is that all the riffs are really they're big and they're simple they're simple they're nothing complicated there's maybe like two guitars doing them but nothing's nothing's like maybe later in the album you hear some bass it sounds really difficult to play and some interesting but nothing really sounds over complicated it's all really simple and layered um, but that, that you're talking about that fast tempo change the um the, as uh, like the fast tempo jump that gives that breath your breath from our newfound place, burn our maps from our new replace that from our newfound place, burn our maps and take these things so far. Like, yeah, we've sang it to the rhythm again so far, <laughs> so far away. Like, I, I get it's just so like, I just want to, I'm in it. Like, I'm just, I love it so much. Again, the best things about these parts, these bits that are like mid-tempo and seem repetitive, like they're just playing the same riffs, is that they all kind of, in the end, like build to something. They kind of gradually, something changes a wee bit. Maybe in that Yaga way where like they repeat and something else comes in or something else changes and it just gradually builds a wee bit of like um, tempo. Um, and then there's a, there's a rhythm change. Um, there's, a th- I think, maybe the best possibly the best like rhythm change like that in the in the record where it stops it's the bit that's so satisfying the bit that says um to try again to breathe again to hope again it's like to try again like that you know what i mean the, the aye. Yeah. Aye. aye it's uh, so good the drums man. are just kind of aye they're like bouncing cool. I, lo- aye. I love the guitar riff all that bit's going on i think it's a i think it's amazing aye it's just a, it's like jumping up and down the fretboard yeah, yeah. you think you're doing that's octave. They do. They do octave. perfectly and it isn't so you said there it's not like it's not overly complicated and and parts of this song it's it's fairly straightforward music right but it's a bunch of like kids writing music that they love about things that they're involved in and they make people feel something like what is not to like about that i mean that is like is that that's as punk as you can get and like this is more like so it's uplifting it's positive it's it's making people feel 
something, right? And it's not. I mean, we think about the some of the albums we spoke about on here, where there's like a there's um, sinister <laughs> bits, there's like really really angry bits, there's like rage, there's you're you're maybe not getting some of these emotions, but I mean that doesn't make it any less punk. That doesn't make it any less fucking like. Nah. To, to, to me, that's exactly what you want. It's, yeah. it's beautiful DIY. It's it's in there. Uh, and kind of like, I guess it's kind of like a, for me, it was always like a wee, I guess a wee refreshing record to have in your thing to go, that's, how can you know? You'd never know. And it's, it's talking about the feedback. As soon as this, you put us on, like songs like this, I could go, I'm never not going to listen to all this record. I'm never not going to put it on and go, to earth on this. I'm not in the mood for that now. Like that was that was it. The thing was about, um, but then after that rhythm change, right? There's a lovely moment. It just like the the guitarist like holds and they kind of strum one note as they do for a lot of the bits in it. And then there's like four drum hits. And the, again, we're talking about the vocalists that make these really amazing simple choices. The the last bit where it goes. Um, I don't want I don't want to sing it again, man. <laughs> do you know what I mean? There's the four bits and the four vocals that are going yeah. um one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, and it goes back into the last bit. It's like a pure simple like four count. Aye. Uh, or three or four kit back into it. It's almost like a tantrum into the very last section of the song. stops and goes down there again and then that's the end of, it's the end of the song it's such like a aye you feel like buzzed after that I felt bu- I feel buzzed after this song uh, this was the only song so nice. we maybe we're not we're, we're going to talk about maybe we won't talk about live later on so when they came to Europe they had an, a, an absolute disaster coming to Edinburgh I think they toured and they played like a few gigs down south and kept on about the Edinburgh show they only managed to play three songs because of, um, do I tell a story now? It's actually heartbreaking, absolutely heart-wrenching. Don't cry, as you tell it. Resist <laughs> us to cry. <laughs> so, like, when the band, they, they toured in the 2005, right? And um, this is the only song I can remember them playing because they only played three songs, and I think the other two were off the Sands of Yabra split, but uh, maybe yeah. somebody can correct me on that, but they played Birds and Climates. And then two other ones that I I can't remember. I was maybe too busy and sad thinking, please don't, please play some of that. But they, they put, so uh, Finney, you were moving to Edinburgh. I was, I, I was going to come to the gig, but then I had to move, like I was going to um, start uni and move into halls, uh, so I had to go and set that shit up so I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't come to the gig. And you had some stuff, so I drove, I was like, we were going through Edinburgh for that gig, and I was with my uh, long term ago ex-girlfriend, and we were driving you through, pretty sure things weren't going well with the ex-girlfriend at the time that's the so ger- girlfriend at that, the time that's so funny see when I remember this I don't remember <laughs> her being there at all I only remember me and you aye so like <laughs> me, you've, you've completely I've erased wiped her, her. I've wiped, wiped her, her out nice <laughs> uh, so like that's friendship man <laughs> that is friendship <laughs> but we're driving through like Glasgow and I was helping you move to Edinburgh the same night like Life of these Sweets so we drove through got a flat tyre on the way it was an old pure banging air motor Flat tyre on the way, I changed it on the motorway, 
we kept. I was like, we'll kept. There's no point in going back because we're close to Edinburgh now. Put the spare on it, drove through, dropped you off, then went to the show, and it was like the band, the, the touring band, signed to the Arbor Life at the speed. I know you yet. Like cause it was kind of even before, like it was like, oh, well, you phone somebody instantly and know what was happening. So there was a wee bit of like delay and what's happening? Are they coming? Turns out they'd had like a flat tire somewhere down in England and were stuck and then weren't going to arrive. When are they going to arrive? They're going to arrive. Eventually arrived really late, but the venue wouldn't let them like play on. Aye. It was a studio. Twenty four right. upstairs in the studio. The, it was like a, it was like a Wednesday or a Tuesday or something mad like that. So they weren't going to allow to play, and like I'm not really, I don't know Science of Yabra, and I was like, I hope, I hope they just, <laughs> I was going to just let Life at These Blades play Aye. so many songs, and then eventually what happened is they, it, fairly enough, it decided to divide the songs like you play three and we play three. So they only oh, played man. Life at These Speeds played three songs. Birds and Climates was this one of the songs. The other two I can't remember. To make it worse, on the way home, the spare tire blew up and I had no spare on the motorway and it was stuck there for like seven or eight hours because the AA kept sending out people to f- replace a spare. Eventually the police came, towed us away. I got home at like eight or nine the next morning. Mean, mean, uh, that's, that's a disaster. That's a Sitting there the whole time, like, oh man, I would rather be anywhere else than here, right? <laughs> here, right now, after a, the crushing blow of not seeing life at these speeds play a full set. You've just depressed everyone who's listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> so, so w- were the three songs good? They were fucking tremendous. Really, I. But. Yeah, aye. So at least I've seen three songs and I've seen them play Birds and Climates. If anybody else was at that show, Maxie, if you're listening, right, can you remember what they are? I think they played Ice Thanks, Birds and Climates. I can't remember what the other song was they played. If you know, let us know. A sad tale. A sad, sad tale. A sad, sad tale. tale. It was inevitable that tale was going to come out tonight. Oh, aye, definitely. <laughs> right, shall we move on to let's song move, number three? Let's move on. Right, uh, song number three is called Small Sparks. So this song starts with a quite a manic bass riff, like a it's kind of like crazy, like do like what's what's happening? What's it like, mate? No, 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 Sounds like a like an old. Uh, <laughs> nah, it's no. Do you go hard in the paint? <laughs> anyway, we're not we're talking about life at these speeds. We're not talking about whack a flock of flame. Um, right, so Smog Sparks starts with that <laughs> starts with that uh, bass riff that's not doesn't sound like whack a flock of flame. Um, right, so after after that uh, the manic bass riff to start with, uh, the first couple of lines are quite cool. So it's like um, so I sat along the side, going over, going over, and it's just it's kind of like it's like a kind of introspective line into it, like was just mulling over your thoughts or something like that. So I 
then the other, the other line I really like in this it was in, it says um, I reach up behind my head and find a switch which do you know that that kind of made me think about like right so this is, comes out what 2004 aye dang that song's about the Matrix <laughs> See that bit where oh, he, com- he comes out the he comes out the matrix, and he, he reaches up and he's got a big plug in the back of his head, oh, and he pulls it out, and then I was thinking I don't know maybe some of the lines in this that like, um, all these lights that used to shine so bright inside you, now I can't sit still as if like, I don't know he's this is what I thought right like he's came out the matrix and he's thinking. <laughs> oh, I used to pure love being in the Matrix, man, but now I know it was all fake. You're a robot <laughs> bastard. Man. You love robots, man. You, you do love robots. Uh, robots, androids, whatever, <laughs> man. Uh, maybe. Send them at me. I don't know. I don't know if that's that's probably not what the songs about. What, sparks, smoke sparks. Smoke sparks, but like aye. <laughs> possibly, aye. <laughs> smoke no, sparks like are like a, a like a circuit board. So. Not exactly. Uh, maybe. maybe. But anyway, so. I, I like this song. I think it's about the Matrix. Dave, <laughs> t- tell me more about it. I think this, the song, the, again, general vibe is about re sparks to get you fired up, to get you going again. Um, like, I'm sat along the side, going over, reaching the side. I mean, again, like, like I said, there's, there's only like, you look at the, the last election, you're going, I don't know if this is, but the, I think this for this song, it's mostly the one vocalist that's doing the, the right set, but that whole. Find a switch, like start again, like start up again, start over. Like if you're thinking about sitting down, going over. And then there's also a wee bit later on where it says like, um, uh, the whole sort of my, my last wish is to recognise which ignites a wish. Like which, to recognise which ignites a wish. Like again, like I want to do that. Let's start up, let's get a small spark inside me and get going again. Um, Aye. I do love that. I like about what he says like, I swear, I swear, I saw it all. That's cool. I like that. Um, Sat along the side, going over, going over. So I reach up behind my head, find a switch. I swear, I saw it all in the way. Super simple, though. Right? Aye. Even the bits that are so good are like, like, Really, apart from the bass riff, I would say, and also the guy Alan, I was talking to the guitarist. He loves the jazzy, that wee bit. Mm. He says that's that's what's made that's that was his favorite tune. Because he loved the he loved to play that wee jazzy bit live. There's a few vibes in like was was um, talking about songs later on, but that was his favorite song to at least play because he had that wee jazzy bit and the bass is the bass riff and it's. Good and man. it's also the bit where it goes quiet and the piano comes in. Aye. Just that tapping. Like, I find I find the bass like throughout this album quite. I mean, it, not in a bad way, but it's it's inconsistent. It's like, and not saying like, and sometimes it's bad, sometimes it's good, but it's really different <laughs> from from song to song. Like sometimes it's it's really really prominent. And it's like, it's almost as though the bass player's like, ah, right, I've got this bit and the rest of the band need to just Aye. play along with it. Maybe. And then, then other bits, it's like, so it's, so maybe, like, I guess if they've got um, 
four members are all doing vocals. Maybe that's how they write songs. Like uh, they just all come down with a bit, whether it's vocals or whether it's a bit of music. Because I could be man. Yeah. I wonder if they just wrote riffs and just went, let's just spit these all together. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. 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 Potentially. Small yeah. sparks. Cool. Good song. Small sparks. Uh, Alright, let's move on to the next one then, Tam. Uh, I think it's you, you're up for this one. Um, yeah, the next song is Knives. song starts with a kind of um, quiet picking bit um, it's one guitar playing a, a really kind of beautiful wee, wee picking bit and the other the other guitar's doing like a scratch string vibe Aye. which instantly got my attention like what is he doing there man I like that I like that I, wee I, scratchy bit I'll tell you what he's doing he's doing a bit of mild wiggly biggly <laughs> <laughs> it's like a it's a He's scraping, no, he's scraping his plectrum, not he? Yeah, at the same time. He's just kind of scratching his, Aye. yeah, scratching up and down the strings. I get, it, it just sounds pretty cool. Kind of mimics a violin or something there. I don't know, think. it's just a pretty atmospheric start all in all before the um, the bass and drums come in. And it's, I mean, it's really, it's really, really emo, this, Aye, this right. song. Um, dead simple, about two and a half minutes in, we, we get to hear the piano. Um, which I thought this was the first point that we hear the piano, but did you think we, we, we uh, hear we it? We've got a piano in, the, in small sparks as well. Um, which is it's dead cool. I wonder how they do that. So there's four of them, I guess. It's just another track. I wonder if one of them's a... Um, or, or, or if they bring some else in. I take it there wasn't a piano live. Uh, no, no, I remember that. Don't, no. Don't, 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 no idea. Uh, so somebody tells us Probably put the piano away by the time you got there. Like, I've not got time. We've not got enough time for this piano. Better time to set it up. Let's take it up. Let's just we'll not bother with the piano. We've got half an hour. We've got half an hour. Uh, we've you're not, not going to bring a piano. Pia- not going to bring a piano over for America, are you. So. So man, they say Portland are a bit. They could a bit like. I guess hipster. <laughs> maybe got a piano. Bring a hipster piano. Is piano is piano hipster? Piano isn't hipster, is it? Uh, I don't. I don't. What's the hipster. most hipster? Banjo. Instrument? Banjo. The banjo, harmonica. Man. I'm going to put harmonica. Harmonica. Tam's going to be raging because the Bright Eyes album has lots of harmonica in it, but I'm uh, harmonica. One. <laughs> I'm, I'm raging. Um, <laughs> one thing. That, one thing that struck me about this, this song, like really listening to the the guitars, is um, there's no effects. There's like the the, the guitarists don't play with to to my mind, and you know I might be proven wrong on this point, but. I don't think they have got effects pedals. I think they've the all they use is the overdrive switch and the amp. Um, so it's either it's either clean or it's you know the overdrive switch is pushed, and I don't think the overdrive switch is like that far away from the. It's not driven. Nah, it's, it's not. not it's not, not much, wild. No much distortion on it at all. Um, 
I mean, if you think about some of the, the bands we've spoken about that use multiple effects and um, on their guitars, it's kind of, I don't know, maybe quite refreshing to listen to, a, listen to an album that is just, you know, straight up, it is what it is. Um, so the, I guess the about 3 minute 50 and the, um, the We Were Too Strong to Adjust Our View line is, a, is something that carries it for me. Towards the end of the song, and a proper screamo bit. Like, see, this is a, this, this is a, you know, I think we described it as an emo, an emo album, but this is a proper screaming riff, and it kind of took me by surprise. Like, I don't know who the vocalist is that does the bit towards the end of the song, but I mean, it's like, it's angry, it's visceral. The guy's voice is amazing. Mm. Like, it's a proper like scrams vocalist. That it's almost that you're like, whoa, where, where did that where did that come from? Because I mean, I've wrote the song four into the uh, into the album at this point, and it's like the first point that I've been like, whoa, that's. <laughs> stab at what this song's about and it might be not about anything but I do think there's imagery throughout it so there's I mean trees leaves rivers maps and tides so is that a song about geography (laughs) 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 yes well that's why yes could be be, maybe it is about how are you going to call a a song <laughs> knives shut up and not have any stabby riffs you know, like geography oh, oh like, yeah of course I do enjoy geography can we just go back to that point but no stabby riffs no stabby riffs there's some stabby in a, riffs in a song it? called knife no do you not think there's a stabby riff I don't think so in this song no stabby riffs in this no not in this yeah. one um, maybe it's a, a geographical knife that helps you find where you're going on a map you know what I draw on the map it's use a knife. It's, it's got a compass. Let's go. Um, see the, compass the, 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 the clean part. Where it goes down to the. Aye. I think that could have benefit, benefit, benefited from having some effects on it. Yeah. I think it just sounds too clean, that bit. The, there's no word this time, but. There's no word. So there's a bit like. See, for me, like, I don't know. Um, there's a few there's a few points throughout the album where I think, oh man, they're really good at their instrument, but you don't really know conclusively because a lot of it's like a lot of it's quite simple and a lot of it is, you know, it, I mean it's the opposite of overproduced. It's just and I, I, I don't actually think that's a bad thing about it, but um I actually think it's a it, it's a positive in in this album, but it's it's difficult to say like I, I don't know either, man. Like you get with flashes of like, I mean the fact that they're all do, they're all doing vocals is and playing it at a 
uh, the drummer's doing like vocals as well and but the the bass player has moments of absolute magic they all have wee moments of magic but they, most of the time they're, they're all doing something pretty yeah. simple but effective kind of thing so are uh, you right i have no idea how I've no idea how talented they are. You're gonna get uh, the next record. You're gonna get more because it's more uh, polished and recorded properly with, um, like proper recording programs, Pro Tools and whatever. Like, but the but this one, you'd, uh, you'd it's so black. It's like it's like hearing them live. Aye. So I mean, I'd, overall, Knives as a song, it's it's definitely one of my favourites on the on the album. I think it I think it stands up. I think it's a kind of nice. Kind of if you wanted to listen, if if you wanted to de- describe to somebody what life at these speeds was like, I think this would be a good song to mm. to let them listen to in terms of what they can what they can do. Yeah, but I think I agree, I agree with that in terms of like showing somebody else who has not heard them before. Like here's because they, I think one thing that they're really good at across the record is progressing the song from like phase to phase or stage to stage or like. And this song is about you think about where it starts and then where it ends. It seems to almost seem any song right enough, but like it progresses up and yeah. up and progresses from one bit to the other. Um, I just think it's a bit of a showcase for the man. It kind of it does like it's obviously the big bit for me is the the heavy the heavy vocals and the the, the screaming. I mean, it, it took me by surprise, but it's a good a good contrast with some of the other bits here. One last bit I want to talk about, right? Piano bit, epically music bit at the end, right? Dun, dun. That big piano bit? Aye. Sounds like a screamo musical, doesn't it? The bit that sounds, I thought that sounded like madness. I was going to say it sounds like the scrams term of the opera. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was going to ask you if there was a screamo opera. What would the what would a a, a a satisfactory name for it be? Oh my god! A screamo opera, right? I don't know any operas. Yeah, uh, Scram's Lake. Scram's Lake. <laughs> okay, I think it's Bali, but yeah, I'll do it. Black Scram's. Jump a bit. People just have their folk less fingers. Ah, oh, what's the the nut the nutcracker? The Scram's cracker. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh no, the nut scramser. The nut scramser. The nut scramser. <laughs> you could just actually lay Miserab because the these are. Ba- I'm naming ballets. These are not musicals. I like lay Miserab. Lay Miserab. Seven. Oh, the scrammers are miserable anyway. You could actually just change it to Les Miserables, and that'd be the screamo opera. Did, um, the Miserables. Did Fat Mike you not know make a make a punk oh, a punk cl- musical or uh, something? What was that? No, they actually nah. no, they actually done a show. Aye, I don't know. Show. I don't know what it's called. Nah, an actual show. I'm sure there was a few. Did Green Day know their musical as well? I'm sure they done American Idiot know. musical or some shit. Sounds right. Anyway, I don't. Nobody, nobody please, nobody do a Scrams musical. Let's let's not do that. <laughs> anyway, there you go. The wee question. Good show. Right, cool. Let's move on to song number five. Right. Uh, okay. Song number five. It's called Untitled. So this song starts with a wee clip of them just having a wee, a wee, laugh. A wee laugh in the studio. Oh. And uh, one of them says, 
You actually made fun of me before I had a chance to make fun of you. Oh. And that, polite. That <laughs> reminded like when we were in the studio, we just used to rip the piss at each other all the time. Aye. So I like that we like that we better what and they put it in there. What people struck me about this bit, right? And it always has struck me is they're like, Oh, they're in the studio going, Oh, you had you made fun of me and I'm like that. The difference between them making fun of each other is so polite. <laughs> whereas actually you'd have been like, Who are you? Where it was us, it was like you fucking talking to your prick. <laughs> like that's the level of I did, oh, je- like I that's did, how they I did think that. <laughs> I, had a, I had that actual thought. Like it I wonder, sound quite, it sounded quite polite. Didn't uh, it? it was very like, come on, man. It's like I wonder if they if they cut a lot of really like impolite versions of that, oh, where they yeah. were like really abusive to each other and like slagging off <laughs> each other's mums and stuff. Aye. Or each other, or somebody just farted and it'd be like. Oh, you're honestly the most rank prick I've ever met. And then they just like, right, no, let's just try and record a, a sort of polite version of us Aye. slagging each other off. Or maybe they're just like that. Maybe they're just really nice. They're just really nice guys and, <laughs> and we're horrible we're bastards. We're horrible bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Probably <laughs> that's the most likely <laughs> thing. You ho- you, pr- you prick. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, you prick. Fucking now move let's on with let's the song. move on with the song, right? Yeah, fucking wank. Right, <laughs> so and on first listening to this song, I was like, "This is just like a studio jam. Like, what? What is this? Like, it's just one riff or like one groove. It doesn't really go anywhere. Then it fades out, and I was like, what is this? It's point. It's pointless. Like, what's what's the point in this song? But when you listen to the rest of the album, it's actually the start of the last song. It's the same riff. So." That makes me like it because you know I like it when it comes back in again oh, with the same. So I was like, I actually, love that. see when you play something and then you play it again later on. Oh yeah, I like that. Instant stoner. <laughs> uh, he, it's also the last song on side A. Is it right? Okay, that makes sense you then. How, like, oh, that's how it fades. Why it fades out then? Right. Last okay. Song on side A. Right. Fair enough. And that would be. Easy to tell if it was on, if it was available <laughs> it was anywhere, anywhere, anywhere. But aye. Um, so there you, there you go. Eh? So there you go. That's that song. Um, aye, I like it. If, it's, if that's what it is and that's what it's meant to be, then I like that vibe. Cool. I think the big question from this is, is that we outtake of them talking rubbish to each other in the studio real or fake? Oh, is it real <clears> or fake? Oh. I think we need to find that out, man. Please reply. Is it real or fake? We use like, oh, you have a real laugh. Oh, <laughs> I was going to make fun of you, and then you made fun of me. Like, or I did. The, like, did the person that was saying that, whoever it was saying that, go like that? Oh, it's a real laugh. But they were in secretly they were going, fucking asshole, called me a dickhead man before <laughs> I could get a chance to get in there and call him a dick. That's shite. <laughs> oh, you actually. He said he shagged mama before I could say I shagged his mom. <laughs> Anyway, anyway we're moving on. on. We're moving. We're, we're, we're dragging this dragging down, Matt. Right, okay. Every other band we've done so. Next song. The next song is writing love letters to an industrialized nation. <laughs> really fun (laughs) 
be <laughs> difficult. To, I, I, I hope this doesn't do the song a disservice. I think this is a fun wee song. I think it's I think it's two two minutes. I think it's um, it's pretty interesting, and I like it. So it it's a kind of fast and punchy start for them. For like I would say most of their songs kind of start with um, not kind of going straight in with the, with the full band. And I'd mentioned earlier on the bass, and I'd like I hope I, I hope it didn't sound kind of in any way derogatory when I said that the bass is inconsistent. Um, what I meant was the bass just does different things at different times. But in this song in particular, I think the bass is the bass is kind of really prominent. I think it kind of drives the drives the song through. So I it's kind of so this would be the first song then, Dave, on 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 side B. First song on side B. It's like a restart of the. I, I I I can I can see why they would do that. So like listening to the song from from start to end, it, it it's like there's this short song uh, somewhere near the middle, punchy, quick start. It's in there. Uh, nah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But then if you think about it as the first song of side B, it makes a whole lot more sense. Uh, it's like right, we're uh, we're back. Here we go. We're kicking things off. I think you've got to remember that with some of these like these al- these screamo albums are all on vinyl, so it's like yeah. what's side A, what's side B. Um, Again, we were we talking about another record. They are uh, maybe it was the Yaga one. I think it was the Yaga one. We were I talking about the whole yeah. like the thing where the record has a climax middle way through. Yeah. Like the uh, knives, the pure climax of the house build up and build up and build up. The two slow songs at the end of that side A and the build up to That's it. That's right. Then the record like starts again. Um, yeah. I think this is in that same venue, right? Same so, venue, right? short song, um, and it's it, it's punchy, it does kind of most of the things that I like this band for, um, and we're off on side B. Uh, the the pace, you're right man, it's like pace and happy, the, the first riff in it, it's, it's like a dance, you want to dance a bit, it's like a pure, just the way it's, it's almost like a Smiths type. Do you, know, do you know what band this song reminds me of? Seafood. Alright. Oh, wow. Ah, because it's right, okay. Do you remember, remember Seafood, that uh, indie band ah, yeah. from early 2000s? Um, I don't know. Where were they from? Where were they from? Are they from like uh, Sheffield or something? Like that? Are they? Or maybe. Uh, English bands. Um, but no, nah, but it's, it's in that like same vein. I guess they were quite the wee indie band but I know what you mean like the it's it's, sim- it's again simple but that, that, that wee rhythm at the start of it like the wee that, then it builds that mid-tempo stuff starts building again like just simple wee tiny change in a two minute song the song goes the song goes through like a wee evolution um, um, and then that the about two minutes about two minutes in the guitar Riff starts like really climbing. Climbing higher and higher again, like it's pure building again, like building to something. In a two minute song, building to something. Like, uh, it's just like that for the, the, the whole life affirming thing. 
and the feeling's totally coming from the riffs. I've, I've absolutely no idea. Like I don't think I've ever paid attention to what the lyrics were about in this song ever. Like I don't, I couldn't tell you a single line. Yeah. Um, but the the music is so it's actually really difficult to follow. Like m- more than more than most of the songs in the album, uh-huh. it's difficult to follow the lyrics, even if you've got them in front of you. It, it's difficult to pick out what the what he's saying at like at each point. Uh-huh. Um, and the lyrics to me, I mean, uh, there might be a meaning in there, like I just and that I'm not smart enough to get or something. Nah, no, but I don't, but like nah, I, I don't I don't know that they're. I don't think. It, but I think as a, as a listener, right? They're a band that I don't need to. The riffs do, but yeah. when the when the when the when the lines are there to be like clutched and grabbed hold or whatever, they're they're there. I don't think this is a song where the lyrics grab you. But the riff, that middle riff bit that just climbs and climbs and climbs is like, that's when you're grabbing and going, yeah, I'm not going to I'm starting Dave just had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> he's had a stroke and he's done an impression of a, like a, an, an England football fan on Sunday night. Uh, right, uh, Dave, if you finish your stroke now, let's move on to song number seven. Dave, Dave was at the Euro oh 2020 boy. final. I was at the Euro 2020 final. With Dimit G. Yes, we went. How good's that? It was nice. It was nice result as well. Well, we'll we're not going to be biased on this. No, we won't this. do that. We won't actually. be biased on this. We won't do that. And it, was a, it was a nice, sorry, a nice experience and the nice result in terms of the best team on the day won the match of football. I think Italy played better for the majority of <laughs> think the think so? I think so, man. I think they kind of... England had a good 20, 30 minutes in the first half and then it went to pot and then I think Italy... Italy, to be fair, Italy dominated the game until Verratti went off. He's outrageous, wasn't he? Do you think, nah, see, man. when they went to penalties, do you think that Italy went Lafine non de Lafine? <laughs> <laughs> and then just fucking triumphantly brought yes, it home like Lacquiette? Exactly. Do you think, think they, they all had Lacquiette? And like we we headphones, I Dad. think when uh, when the England player missed that penalty, it just went and they all ran towards the keeper to celebrate. That was so weird because I was trying like when they I've got like a we obviously watched the the trophy presentation, and I was like, God, I feel recognise that song. What is it? And it was actually. I wonder why the Italian fans are pure keen at finger pointing all that sort of nonsense. I'm sure Chiellini <laughs> finger pointed multiple times to that game. Ah, I think he did actually. Yeah. He finger Anybody? pointed his way around Sacco's <laughs> sleeve. <laughs> <like that>. Mon <laughs> you! <laughs> anyway, right, uh, we've suitably turned off all of our English listeners. They'll be, back on. they'll be back on next week. Ah, come mate, on. We, mate, still, we still love you. Mate, we on. finished last. Come on. I mean, we're worse than you. We're having a laugh. <laughs> We are the worst. It's all a big laugh. Right. Song number seven. Let's go, Dave. Song number seven is called Submerge. If, If you know, if you've heard this band before and you've heard that wee clip, this song does something to it. Me, and it probably maybe does something to you as well. 
like it's um I guess if you were looking for a meaning it's about a pretty difficult person or something and certainly the bit at the end of it or a I'm looking for meaning in it, but I don't really know if there is. Just all I do is think about that the, the one line that we're going to get to at the end. Um, it's just uh, an ab- an utter banger. And actually, what the Alan um, the guitarist was saying was that like this was in terms of playing live, this was an absolute crowd. Please, the one everybody, aye, crowd I can imagine, aye. yeah. And specific, like you said, specifically in Portland when they played at uh, hometown. They had a lot of like um, crowd participation and a certain bit of it, and I know like for <coughs> me and Steve and Dave, like guys that feel love this record, we feel sang wee bits to each other. This one, um, but just on like the very start of it, that the riff just starts off as like a really simple guitar riff. It repeats, and then the drums roll in, and the song just kind of like rolls to a beginning. Um, but it's a kind of like I guess that we first first sections of the song are, are like um tempo i guess they're, they're kind of like them it's a not it's a, it starts off with just like a normal song like starts off quite fast repeated over and over again it's a, it's a kind of a simple beat or whatever but it's like a climbing riff mid-tempo nice vocal um progression or nice vocal choices um but then again the first section but like from the moment like it just the song starts to slow down and just slows for a bit and you've got these big strumming riffs that just just brings it together like that that like the line that says that suture could suit you with a mouth like a wound so perfectly in time with that the, with the bass and the guitar strums man see that lyric man that's that's brilliant that uh, that suture could suit you because the suture's obviously Aye. like a stitch that's fucking that's, that's a really that's good lyrics man good lyrics um do we have any idea who this who's singing this one no i've not i've no yeah, idea i don't know what i don't know which which one of this like i've no idea but if this is you that's doing this but if you wrote those lines to those parts yeah. in that way like thank you it's such a an amazing but and, and do you know what's so awesome as well is the way that the 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 other guitar is wailing on like two or three notes like bringing a wee bit of like i don't want to use that over what like epicness to that bit where it's like the yeah. octave chords and they're bringing a like a bit of high those yeah. high tones it brings like this I don't know. Dark, get it. Huge hint yet. Um, uh, and I uh, just the way that like the, the the riff and the chord progression there, man, it gives you shivers. Um, just makes you want to be like in the inside the notes for the song. <laughs> and I'm, you're, you're be in this song. I want the song to be all around my face. <laughs> all up in your, aye. all up in your grill, in my hair, in my ears. 
You might be living inside this song. Do you want this song to be a pair of false teeth that you can wear every day? Aye. And just walk about? Aye. Like a a borrower just living inside the walls of this song. Remember the borrowers? I remember the borrowers, aye. Anyway. Kinda. We, like, we tiny people that lived. That's me. And the, the walls of this song. <laughs> you're you're no tiny. <laughs> uh, but then the song stops, and just is like <clears throat> the most simple and repetitive changeover. <laughs> think about like other songs like that do changeovers like big slow build-ups literally the drummer stops and hits or like plays the same beat for yeah. a long long time and the bass and the guitars are hitting the same string for like it seems like ages and it's the most simple build because it just refrains it it's like that idea where like you've got a sh- really shit joke or a line and you keep saying it over and over again till it gets funny again. But eventually, when it gets funny again, it's, it's hilarious. Like hilarious, do you know what I mean? And this bit is like the same riffs, and just over and over again, like until one guitar, like one guitar changes chord, and then that's it's the most satisfying just lazily changes and holds on a note and then just starts Uh, playing another one and then the other one just again gradually the the girl guitar changes the the bass changes and then the drums are still kind of holding it together and then when it when it all like it's the vocal line man it's the vocal line like see that like the changeover bit musically like I'm dead interested in to like like to understand how much thought goes into bits like that with bands because I mean that's that's a massive bit and probably like not even just this song but probably the whole album that uh, that change there is is dead important and it's like how much of that was by chance and how much of it was by design like it, 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 you'd love to know I wonder I, I wonder if they know. even know I wonder if I they could I, I bet they can't even remember like wh- when was the decision <laughs> made to like have that <laughs> have that change I remember always thinking about that um, that snowboard song oh, the note change you know, it's just I like a note change I, I, I remember always um, I remember always asking Tobin like what made you think to do that at that point? And he's like, I, 
Tam, stop asking me. Like, <laughs> no I've got idea. no idea <laughs> why we've done that at that point. But like, I think, it's, I think you're dead right. I think that's a, it's a big change and, it, and, it, and then it brings in it brings aye. in a, a, the an vocal part. Vocal it's bit, magic, man. man. It's, boom, it's magic. And, and the same with the snowboard song. It's magic that they wrote that song. Kate it's Raff. Kate Raff band. Um, but like... So the vocal part here oh, the tell, part, like, tells you the lyrics of this bit. You make it sound like they're on different sides like you wanted it that way like, and the line itself is such a it would be such a clever line to come up with in an argument if you were upset with somebody like how much would that just end up that's what I think that this song's about this song's about an argument I think aye aye, aye. like it's such a simple like do you know what I mean I would kill you. <laughs> Are you done with that? Aye, you're but, done. But they're all, it seems like they're all doing it. There's like three or four voices all singing it. Aye, they, and it, aye, they know that's a good bit. And they're aye. like, aye, let's, 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 let's do this bit. Um, and and the, the guy not, almost seemed like a wee bit surprised. But, oh, this vocal, vocal. Maybe, maybe he did know, maybe they did know why it was so good. But they're all singing it and it's so... It's the first real, like, really, really, really melodic bit in the record because it's all been quite... Yeah. But it's so, like... It just gives you a sh- pure shiver. Like, a, I don't know how to describe it, it's man. Well, it's why do you like, like that bit so much? I think... Do you know what? It, it, so this is going to sound really weird. Like, it, it's a... It's like, you know, you like if a lot of the screamo songs. You're at odds with something, like you're at odds with something. And I think this this that line for me was a bit like, it was an empathic line, like you like, it's almost as if like we're not on the. You make it yeah. seem like we're on different sides, like you wanted it that way, like we're not. We're on the same side. It's maybe is it you that wants us to be on different? It was just such a different. It was a different type of line to grab a hold of like it's not a pure negative thing to say don't get me wrong man that a lot of it is to do with the, the melodic choice and the timing it's the fact that it's, it's mostly all to do with that i would say like i said life at these speeds are not a, a band that i would like go or oh, the 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 whole lyrics they have a line here or there this is one of them but it just gave me that whole like it's it kind of an empathic line that's like we're not really at odds and it was quite positive. It's, uh, it's, so it's a line that makes you think, doesn't it? It's like, what, hold on a minute, what, what does he mean? Ah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, Aye. it's like at first you you don't really grasp it, but then you think about it and go, ah, because I can see what he's saying here. Like, that, that is dead interesting because, I mean, a, like a lot of, like a lot of Scram's albums are, like you say, Dave, just you're raging against something. So there's something that you're, unhappy about and you're uh, you're singing a song about it but like I, I just like I'd, I'd never thought about it in that much detail at all like I'd, I'd always known this song I'd always known this bit of 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 the album uh, like I always knew that this, this was a bit that you would speak about but it's interesting to hear like why you like in particular but do you know what like you're asking me that I don't think I've ever <laughs> really really thought about what it is about that it's just musically, it's amazing. Musically and vocally, and the way where it sits in the record, and the bit it sits in, and the changeover, and 
and where it goes after it, yeah, is amazing. I've never, you've never, I've never, I've never asked myself what is it about that line? Is there anything about that line? So that's generally the first time I've ever really thought about that. You can give me a brilliant answer. You used the word empathetic, <laughs> which it, was pretty good off the bat. Well done. But it is, it is kind of, it's kind of like that though, like. To make it so, like you like, do you want it that way? Do you want us to be on the opposite side? Do you want us to be really arguing about that? You're just wanting to use um, this to win arguments now. You're gonna be, <laughs> you're gonna be, I can see you using this with your your pupils now. Exactly. Excuse you. Oh, oh, Aye, oh, listen, oh, Jamie, Jamie, you want us to be on different some, sides? Some you want it that way? <laughs> Jamie, side, detention. Um, Jamie. Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan's called Jamie. Nathan's got Jamie anyway. There's a lot of looks. A lot of uh, Jakes. <laughs> lot of, Honestly. A lot of Jakes. Wee a Jake. Lot of, um, Sorry, anyone that's called Jake. There's actually a, a look in the bands. Don't know. It's Jake. Jake was the one. Jake's not a very common name in Scotland. No. I think of Jake the Snake when I hear the name Jake. Thank you. He's my favourite wrestler. Drunk, eh? So, anyway, the song after that. I mean, I've kind of in my notes. I found it really hard to. I found it hard to really take notes about the end part of this song, other than it's it's sixty seconds of pure heaven. Like from that line, when the mu- the the tunes come, it's not even. I, d- I don't even know if this is the best bit in this song. The the like that line, but see when the the tunes come back in again, the the instruments come back in, they just play that really simple beat for a while, when they repeat that line. And then the, it goes heavy again at the end. Like if you're just, just if your chest, like it's so good, it's so happy. Um, the our hands are tied to yours. We submerge in two halves. The way he's shouting it, it's the the, the choice of where he does rhythmically, where he does his vocals there. Um, it's just a few big, happy, simple, big, joyous into this amazing song. Imagine right. it turned out they did play it. <laughs> nah, nah, <laughs> he'd forgot. They played I it before know, Dave came, and then they didn't. When he showed up. No, right, Dave, you've got another one next, mate. It's your um, it's Blindfold King. Blindfold King number eight. Kick it off. Blindfold King number eight. <laughs> Kick it off. <laughs> journey right journey how often hey they're on a journey there's nothing nothing wrong with using that word nah still in Tam's part man he he loves he loves going on a journey it's a journey it's a journey this song is a journey Um, and like uh, I'll mention that in the 
but then it turns out like a bopper. Do you know aye. what I mean? Aye, aye. So it's almost as if like the drummers made it interesting, but in, in making it interesting, you also make it quite difficult to difficult to play. But what a it anyway it takes you on like a wee path, and the vocals are doing that the line that <coughs> like I remember back in the day, wee bit of like controversy about like oh that's quite a cheesy line that, but it's. Uh, what else could you do? He has such a nice thing to sing, like the "I'll ride down your scars, all asphalt and no shade." I always thought it was "I'll, I'll, I'll ride, ride down, down your ride scars." Down. Aye, but it's "ride down," ride, isn't it? Aye. Ride down your scars. Ride and it, at the very end of the song, the last thing it comes back to lyrically, that same theme is well. Anyway, it's about scars, and it's a. It's not the same. Like it's not a doesn't have that vibe about it like I'll write I'll write down your I don't know it's, I just love that the vocal bit here is just so nicely written so nicely constructed it starts off with Aye. a, a melod- melodic bit and then he's kind of there's another line in there that I, I love more than that one is uh, you're the architect of suggestion Aye. break bond break bonds and questions you're the It's just like just sounds fucking cool, isn't it? The architect is. It's the it's the again the rhyming. A wee bit of rhyming. Aye. Aye. Yeah, you're right, actually, aye. And he's got a nice husky like suggestion like, questions, aye. Just like really jealous of those guys who are able to write like <coughs> nice words in a row <laughs> that sound that sound good when you actually sing them or say them out loud uh, rather than just like a bunch of really angry words in a row that you need to <laughs> scream to make any sense. Aye, I mean, <laughs> but the, the, the vocalist also, because it's, it's the vocalist that it is, it's so, it's a wee, the vocal, it's vocals a wee bit husky when he sings a wee bit, so it has this sort of vibe of, like an ex- of exhaustion. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like a kind of tiredness, or and with that riff and the the vibe you get for that riff, it's like this is what's it's a nice start near the end of the record, fits that whole mood of the the beginning. Because I say like it's just their think this is folks. Is this their most famous song from this album? I think is this the one people are most likely? I don't know. It's it's the it's the one song that I. I don't know, I've, I've heard the name most, like if you look at the comments and it's the one that, that's come up a couple of times and when uh, I went back and listened to it, I, I hadn't listened to this album for probably 10 years, went back and listened to it, this was the one I was like, I know every, like every single bit of this, maybe not every lyric. It's, me- it's memorable on this one, I Ever knew them, but like... I don't know. Maybe is this the main boy. I think maybe 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 submerge of this. Um, I'm always I was a wee bit surprised that Ground gives out. I think that's a banger as well. Let us know. Let us know. I definitely gives you a fucking. Let heroes us know who your, what your favorite yeah, songs, your right, fucking heroes right, are. Right, Paul King, it was definitely like he he mentioned that a lot of people would ask for this song specifically. 
but they, they, despite because they never they didn't really play it too often. Um, definitely never played it live. Um, but the aye, but that it's just this tired, exhausted. But <coughs> then the, there's this like the melod, there's like a, this kind of wee melody change, and it's a sort of bridge, the wee bit where it talks, like. So this song is like this wee bit in this wee song is I think has the for me it has the most like sentimental value this next wee section when he starts talking about like it makes you feel like you're you're on a journey where you're trying to find somewhere place nice but it specifically talks about trying to find a place this on this western this like this beaten coastline. Personally, it makes me think about like Whitby. Like it makes me think about just obviously like a coastline, like trying to find somewhere new and like somewhere cozy. Um, it makes me think about like oh, because it's I guess it just talks about coast and stamp and sand, and uh, just I think about that's, Whitby. that's more than enough reason to think about Whitby. Um, like like literally makes me think about that, uh, cozy metaphorically, but. They're obviously from Portland, right? I've been, I've been to Portland. Oh, have you? Aye. So, like, but also, like, I kind of, I totally, like, f- get the recently, man, more recently, I was, I got to go to, was really lucky, me and Sinead went to Pacific North West and got to go to Portland, but then did, like, a wee up and down the coast to, like, the Pacific Northwest coast, the Oregon coast, and, like, they was talking about the western fog, the damp and sand, like, these places that they've they've all grew up in, I guess, are all like f- fucking beautiful. They're all like foggy and beach, and there's amazing cliffs and such amazing scenery to like to yeah. draw on for this. So it kind of made sense that they would write about that. But uh, that this is only recently the this the whole bit just makes me think about that whole. I mean, one's talking about Whitby being pure good for the soul. Like some you're coastal is <coughs> good for the soul. You're back to Berwick, pure beautiful. See, when you went to Portland, did you know that they were from Portland? Aye. And so were, the, were the, you like trying to see if you could see them? <laughs> in the street? Excuse me, you fay. Excuse me, you're like you might be in a. Were you in a scrimmage band be- <laughs> before? <laughs> did you ever play guitar? <laughs> did you play the bass? Are you. Uh, are you <laughs> uh, no, but I, when I so when I we booked that holiday, that's when I messaged them for steaming four in the morning. Like, are you playing? Are you playing? Do your record? Do you playing any shows? Oh, you were trying to like get a record <laughs> while you were there. I was good. Well, I was I was hoping to just get a record see if they had any, and I knew I was going the next summer, so I was kind of hoping they would play shows. I noticed they were playing shows again, but they never played. Uh, but there's something there's something in that like about. So, I I tend to. Um, Michaela during the week I was like there must like there's a reason that from as far back as we know what humans done they've gravitated to the coast, the coast right yeah. and like fair enough it might be to get fish and stuff right and it might be because like the land's flat but there is something oh, really really pleasant about being next to the sea yeah. and like I was trying to explain it to Nathan and Nathan was also like oh, come on, dad <laughs> 
That's oh, shut up, man. Fish. Shut up, man. Let, let me let me go into that arcade. <laughs> there, is, there is something <laughs> so there is something so cool about just like being next to Aye. being next to the ocean, man. It's like sure good for the Mom says it's good for the soul. I think she's probably right. It's good for the soul. But the uh, shout out to the bass player, by the way, because in this song, like the the bass player goes take us back to the first riff. But when you, I, I don't think when it goes back to the first riff, do you realise how good the bass is? Like the the bass player's phenomenal here. Like the like the what he's the rhythm that he's keeping with or something because obviously the, the the drums are quite difficult as well but the bass is awesome um, and then it gets to like the song starts to properly take off about 2 minutes 15 in man they've got that like drum feel the, they've got the sort of build up the kind Aye. of slap the slamming it's not flamming it's like just had snare hits that build up and then the, the riff starts, but it's the, I know the rig changes to a riff here, but actually it's the big swooshing guitar strums here that absolutely take, take you somewhere. Do you know what I mean? The big <laughs> something like a wee note all you need to do is just go like this and hit a strum weight and just like do it do you know what i mean it's just so simple but it's so effective man i, th- I think that comes with just i think that comes with just like experience and like having faith in everyone else in your band to come up with good bits like i think we said that before was it Dietro? like Aye. the they played he, that guy's played one note for three minutes like I cannot believe that he's done that, but it makes the song amazing. <laughs> Aye. I just, Aye. I, I think when we wrote music, we just weren't that, like we weren't clever enough to think, like, uh, like appreciate that that was how you could. I mean, you could get away with, get away with a lot if you just Aye. kind of put something to the floor. I think we always guilty of let's try and do as many interesting and intricate bits as we can in a row, and hopefully it'll sound good. Aye. As opposed to just going just. Let him do that. Fucking chill out. Let's everyone just chill out. You just, you just shut up. That'd be good too. Oh no, but I can do this. What? <laughs> well, look out. But like, so the other guy that's doing the pure simple thing is like, he's actually the guy that's been lyrically in the best. Um, but the, you think, I get, I'm guessing that this is the bit that you're, you're talking about the vocals here. The, uh, the change over here, the bit, the line to take out part of the when it explodes again take out parts of me that I thought would be replaced and to be replaced and, and then he just re- re- repeats that line and time and time I just oh man like your knees are pure buckled man I guess it's just one of the again one of those lines where you just grab I just grab hold it every time man it rise, raises you up for I actually like the way see the, the way they'd replay the repeat some lines like to be replaced to be replaced it's just like it's like satisfying yeah. it's like sometimes you don't need you don't need to keep 
coming up with more and more lyrics, you can just repeat the same thing again, and it's the same impact. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, see, like, uh, and it's the timing and the delivery, like the repeated you're saying, aye. and the timing and the delivery of them that, like, it's just a pure the guitars are pure wailing, like, everything's huge and epic. But you're right, man, it's the repeated bits and the and the timing and the how the and the way they're repeated. <laughs> to be replaced it actually makes you want to pure makes you want to just like greet or something we, again it's not a pure sad thing it's like a I don't know maybe 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 the line itself is sad but the whole thing in time just gives you that whole like positive like, ah, it's time like, it's to be replaced euph- in euphoric time. it's like a euphoric build up uh, but even uh, euphoric is, a, uh, uh, is the word that was, is exactly the word I was missing from my notes euphoric but even that, like in time, thought parts of me that I thought would be replaced in time, like you're saying, I like things would be like really shit, but you'll fucking re- you'll replace that, or you'll you'll in time, like the whole thing, like it'll ah, if things will be alright in uh, the end or whatever, and uh, like it just builds that whole bit, just repeats and repeats and repeats, like they're not shy of repeating a good bit and gradually, like building it up, a simple. Uh, Simple build. Somebody else will step on the, 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 the stuffing four bars after the other person, and then the the drummer will move to the crash instead of the ride for a while after four bars, and they're like, "There's no rush to turn this into something. Yeah. Like, let's just make this good bit last longer." Um, and then the the last section is just a pure ex- an experience. The there's the wiggling guitar um, when he's it's beautiful <laughs> that's just fucking beautiful I don't know how to describe it it's beautiful the how long does it take to make a scar <laughs> taken out of like the context of what's happening behind it's a pure cheesy line but considering what he just said before it in time will be replaced in time in time like how long and then it's just the way that the melodies like the, the wiggly bigly and the backgrounds just building and there's i think actually there's it sounds like i've always thought obviously there's a guitar doing that like the wiggly bit it sounds like there's Maybe people sing in the mm. bit, do you know what I mean? The yeah, yeah, yeah. It does, uh, it does sound like there's some vocals in the background there, aye? Even the other guitar, man. The other guitar's been doing this other riff. It's like also tr- fucking triumphant or something. And um, That's a good word for that. Triumphant. Aye. aye. It's huge. Most triumphant. So this is, so, so this is how... How long does it take to make a scarf? Aye. But is the 
I mean, that's the hook of the whole, whole album, isn't it? It's awesome. That is so. the main fucking line in the whole album. To me, that's like the... That must so, that must mean so much to so many people. You get the impression that that's like a pure. Uh, a bit, aye, a that's bit. the that's the emotional line, isn't it? Aye. So, so how long does it take to make a scar? <laughs> right, uh, you don't have to answer that, right? Well, I'd noticed this. But you have hand. to answer this: How long does it take to make a scarf? Fuck. Holy Fuck. shit. To knit a scarf, right? I googled, I googled it, right? I fucking googled it and made a mistake, and it came up with a scarf, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> no, how long would it take a person who was skilled? Right, no, that's right. right okay, that's there's two. There's two answers, right? So, for like for an experienced knitter, how long does it take to make a scarf, Tam? This is terrible, but an experienced knitter, I'm imagining an old woman sat with like her knitting needles like four hours to make a scarf. Four hours? That's really, really quick. Fucking hell, man. This old woman is rapid. She's she's an Olympian. Right, Dave? What do you think? I think it would take an old woman. Are you talking about just sitting, sit down straight? Take-Two-Two-Two-Two-Two-Two-Two-Two-Two-Two-Two-Two-Two-Two-Two-Two-Two-Two-Two-Two-Two-Two-Two-Two-Two-Two-Two-Two-Two-Two-Two-Two-
so this is, I mean, I'm probably not a surprising thing that this is the last song on the album. It's a seven-minute beast, so by far the longest song um, anywhere on the album. It kicks off with a sort of drum click. And, I mean, for me, it's like kind of the start of this song is kind of what I think about when I think about life at these speeds, for right or for wrong, I don't know, just like a kind of um, simple one guitar riff um, kicks us off and then um, the other guitar comes in and plays the same I think when the other guitar comes in and plays the same riff I think it's played it higher up the fretboard so I think it's the same riff I just think it's played in, played in different um, like on a different fret it's interesting we spoke about the way this album's recorded because I think there's a couple of kind of clumsy bits the start of a song, like mm. a couple of bits like, is that, did he mean that? Did he, is that on purpose? Well, the bit where the, the drums come in, it's, it's, it's like a bit, it's, it, is, it is sloppy, but I mean, I guess if you're saying that the majority of this is recorded live, that's not a, that's not kind of strange, and, and actually it's probably quite, I don't know if endearing's the right word, but it's a, it's a positive, because it's, it's all out there. So two minutes in until we get full strumming and I don't know about you but this sounds like Indian Summer for me. Like this is the first comparison Aye. I've had to, to Indian Summer. Like it's just like my god man that's the pure exact same the, vibe. The bands that I've thought about when I listened to this was Indian Summer and Day in Black and White. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah Aye. Not, not, not this song in particular but like just certain bits in the album. this song like in a really sweaty wee room like and for me like all screamo songs take place in the 13th note cafe Aye. like for me it's just like the smallest that. sweatiest venue in so scotland it's, it's basically the, the i mean we probably spoke about 13th note a million times on here about different gigs but like um a basement um under a pub in the middle of glasgow um no stage so sweaty but a great sound and in my head that's where this song is Aye. getting played so as I'm as I'm listening to it that's where it's where it's happening um there's something about like I, I don't know like clean guitars so I've mentioned before the lack of effects and like guitar effects on this but like clean guitars playing what would ordinarily be heavy riffs is like a kind of feature yeah. of, uh, uh, of this band and at four and a half minutes in, there is a bit that sounds like a really, really, really old Mesa song. A bit that sounds like any excuse. Yes. Aye. <laughs> Just fucking... Exactly. I, I write mean... bits like this off all the time, including the devil. It's, it's so <laughs> obvious, man. <laughs> I'm 
actually, like, see when we see when I edit this podcast, I'm going to put this bit in. I'm going to put the mess a bit in, <laughs> just to see. like that because that and we were going sounds not like sounds not like eight speeds but you actually hadn't no nah, absolutely absolutely not no so i would say the difference is that um like we we were distorted and like they're playing that in a much much cleaner like guitar guitar tone but it's very very similar like i don't know like i've kind of like i really really like this song it's probably as my fucking hero of the album i'd say um, like I don't know, Blindfold King would. It's it's between this and Blindfold King, it's my fucking hero. But like I, I I really like it. And when I think about like why I like this song, I struggle to. See musically, I can't put my finger on like what it is I like about it, but there's something. Honest, there's something pure, and sincere and heartfelt and driven and about the 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 vocals and the music that just kind of all together makes me think this is actually a fucking absolute banger um, and it's seven minutes of music it's not hugely in, intricate it's not like so like from a like a musical perspective it's i mean it's good to listen to and there, there's interesting bits throughout it but it's not like you're sitting there for the seven minutes going, oh my God, I can't believe he's just done that or he's just done that. It's it's kind of just, it's, I, I don't know. It, it's pure. It's a, it's, a, it's a good song. And there we are. So I, like, I, I, I totally like, agree. It's all, it's all really simple. The whole record is all really simple. But what's, what, the, like you're saying it's the the best it's just the uh, it's good I believe him <laughs> it's do, do you know what it is it's, 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 a, it's a believe him like see, see if I listen to like, like a lot of like I don't like I don't like a lot of like emo bands that poker nah. into like the, the mid a lot of the mid 90s stuff like I just I, I, I just don't I don't get behind it I just see with this like I, I believe the guy man Aye. like I actually believe and well fair enough the four of them like wh- whatever it is they're singing about I, I believe them I, I can get behind them it's honest it's sincere and pure and I think that's ah, that's, man, that's so this is that exactly man it's honest sincere pure I'd passionate but honest sincere and pure is absolutely like and and everything about it um yeah you're your fucking hero. That's my hero. Um, I want to pick out just one wee bit in this record. We've covered it all, man. I think pretty much everything I wanted to say, apart from one specific wee bit, and that's about like six minutes ten. Back one of the first couple of songs, it was talking about they do this. The band do this like refrain where you think this is the bit where they're going to go to the big 
end riff that's like aye and they hold for a bit and it just everything drops out it's just vocals one guitar and drums and these the guys sing and it, it holds a body but these limbs stretch like veins across it's like it holds a body but these veins stretch like veins across <laughs> See that wee yeah. two bar refrain before it gives you that big, huge end. Uh, this is they're just so good at that. Like that, here's a wee interesting bit that's gonna that yeah. you that makes you more excited for the end bit. It's just so good. Just loving. I, I I did wonder about the um see that that exact line that these limbs stretch like veins across the sky. Like I mean it's it's beautiful. Like it's and it's paints an amazing picture like I wondered if it appeared somewhere else and they'd they'd lifted that but like I looked for it I couldn't find it anywhere else I wonder like if they lifted that for like a a poem or a or or, or some other piece of literature somewhere but I don't think they have I think it's it's theirs and it's I think it's fucking really cool fucking it's awesome a delicious line a delicious line delicious end (laughs) big end Big end, triumphant again. So uh, those last three songs in a row are fucking belters. So that's your side. So the second side. So the, for you, is the first first side, second side better? Don't know, man. So the, uh, it's hard to explain uh, that run of three songs at the very end of it. In fact, I'd even put the writing letters. Yeah, is a nice way to bop it into it. Uh, the the second side of it is triumphant the first side is is fun and then quite like s- somber or something the second side's just fucking triumphant to start to finish it's, it's interesting i'm going back to that yaga discussion about those like three songs in a row that we've ah, yeah, that's, about, right, like, that's that's a huge a huge thing Aye. cool well that uh that takes us to the end of the album then so let's uh Let's get the Yummy Yato scores on this album. Yummy Gyro! Uh, Dave, your pick, so you're up first. What is your Yummy Gyato slice ratio? So back in the day, I'd have given this a straight 10. Couple of months ago, we started this pod, we started reviewing all the records, I would have given it 9. Right. But the just the... I don't know, maybe it's just the way things are just now, like we things open up again, the sun's been <laughs> out, like it's been a really amazing few weeks and this has been well and truly back in the rotation since like, we thought it was the next one it's going to be. Uh, I'm giving this a 10. Yummy, 
this is 10 out of 10 for me. Fair man. enough. I thought, I thought that would be your score, to be honest, because you've always loved this album, haven't you? It's just so... The, the difference is that it does something. It sits and it has something that I don't think any other... Like, so... There's an Orchid record that may end up being a straight 10, right? But there's other records that give you that, like, fucking anger, grit in the teeth. Like, here we fucking go, you bastard. And you've got, like, <laughs> Set of Caterpillar. <laughs> right? And then you've got the Set of Caterpillar when it has it's just such pure, perfectly crafted, emotional bits that are, like, and so huge. But then there's also, like, Suckle Takes a Square that kind of do that a wee bit for me as well. There's no other band that do like what this uh, that has the uh, I'm so glad that Max or whoever it said that life affirming this is a life affirming record and there's not there's not many in this genre yeah. of this whole vibe that are like that and I uh, so this is a, this is a 10, ten do you know what slices. I absolutely love how much you love it like mm-hmm. I, I, I find like I pure buzz after that like see when like one of your mates is really really into something and they absolutely like can he see past it and love it. I think that's brilliant. Like it, important. The, the most interesting thing for me, in through this discussion, is like understanding why. You know what I mean? Like, pick, pick aye, it, that's like, that's just gonna be this wh- doing this podcast. Like aye, exactly. What, what, what aye. is it you? What what is it you like about that? <clears throat> like, I think that's the most interesting thing that we could we could pick out of this. Like, because I mean, we all know you love this album and. Uh, and not, not, no, no surprise that you're giving it 10, but it's really good to kind of delve into like exactly why. And I think you've articulated it pretty well. Nah, I don't even no, think, I don't even think you knew, I don't think you knew why you loved it so much nah. until we done nah. a podcast thing about it. The truth that that's fucking, you're right, man. I actually don't, I've never had to, nobody's ever asked me what is it, I've never thought to myself what is it about this album that you like so much Aye. but the, the first like the again line somebody else said I'm so glad somebody else said it in the comments it's, it's a life affirming record it's a pure joyous like happy like everything's going to be alright yeah. record awesome there's no many in this genre so thank you for that and you're right uh, right Tam what's your uh, what's your score on this one how many slices Slicing up that delicious gato. You don't need to say anything for it because I've given it 10. You know what? I'm going to hurt my feelings. It's <laughs> 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 a very conscious thing. Like, I don't know. Like, so, and, like, I'll, I'll be dead honest. Um, so, knew this album from from back in the day. Never my favourite. Like, like, I just didn't really like the band. Never made, like, I think it's telling. I never made the effort to go to see them in Edinburgh. Like what, thirty-five miles away? Like, just wasn't interested enough in them. Um, was delighted to actually, like, review them on this. Like I'm, like I, I, I think that, like I'm, probably the first, what, ten, eleven, twelve, episodes we've done. We've done all our favorite albums that we all like. So I'm. Like really looking forward to getting into albums that previously, Yaga is a good example. Like a band that like I wasn't previously that into, listened to it, and then like pure pure loved it. Um, but these guys like listen to this album all week, and 
I'm conscious that I listened to it and like basically sat myself on a cliff top in Berwick with this pure ama- amazing scenery all around. Like, um, I'm giving it seven, Finny. You're I'm giving it seven. I'm giving it seven. Holy shit. The reason I'm giving it seven, and I'll be really specific about the reason I'm giving it seven, is the um, the imagery that's invoked by the the words that this band put in a page. I think it, it, it it's kind of it's taken me by surprise because I think we said before, like you don't read the fucking vocals. Like you you hear a you, you don't read you don't read the lyrics. You hear an album, you don't pay that much attention to it. See when you actually get down to it. And with this band in particular, man, like reading the lyrics has been a bit of an eye opener for me and like delightful lines in there. So seven out of ten. Seven slices of yummiest gator. Mark Finney. I'm blown away. I'm actually blown away by that. I'm actually blown away. I am blown. Blown away, George. Right. Whoa, right. Whoa, whoa, okay. Whoa. Sorry, I'm going to have to bring the fucking thing. I have to bring it down here. Right. Um, and then I really tried to get back into this album. Didn't like it back in the day. Still don't like it that much. Um, for me, it's the guitar tone. I don't like it, man. I just, there's nothing to it. It's so flat. It's like, there's just a wee... Like, it annoys me because I'm like, see if I could mix this. I could make it sound so much better. Um, I don't know if I, they wanted it to sound like this or not, but for me, it just doesn't sound doesn't sound that good. Uh, some of the riffs, most of the riffs are really similar. Um, and I know that like, there's Alaskan albums that have a lot of similar riffs as well, but again, with the tone, it's not sounding that good and the riffs are all kind of similar. I found it quite hard to differentiate between songs. Like, see, try to pick out what song was what. Um, then also the like the vocals, they're all pretty similar. Like, see, even though there's four vocalists, I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell that. Yeah. Um, and apart from a few singing parts that are really good, the vocals they're just about I don't know, just about boring. Um, <laughs> die. Sorry to bring this down, man. But like, even like, I couldn't even. I couldn't even listen to the whole album in one go. I had to break it up into like a couple of parts to listen to it. So for me, it's four, four out of ten. Four out of ten. The lowest, the lowest rating anyone's given a record. I think that's fair enough, though. Nah, yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. It's a like I feel like we should like say to the to the. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Adam. <laughs> I did say I have no idea what MD was going to say about the record. I warn you that I'm going to absolutely gush over it. So, <laughs> Tam just that was the sound of Tam throwing his notes down the cross <laughs> uh, No, that is fair. I don't. Like, but I will say I like it more than I did. So I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I think this is pretty fucking cool that we've done this with one record that actually like we all don't like. The, we have records that are like we all agree on. Aye. But actually, there's some records that just aren't your type of, aren't your vibe. Aye, exactly, aye. Um, 
and I like I kind of like that about the I like that about the this could this is kind of because it's going to end up feeling really weird that they're all going that's an eight 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 no. eight yes ah, it can't always be we can't always be yes. given the fucking high scores I was worried that I was I was like going to end up going to be the only one that like this I'm so glad that oh no I, I, I definitely get into it more this week um, but it is like and I do think it's a, it's kind of it's really simple and the, the thing is it's so funny that the things that you don't like about the record you do like I'll there's the things that well, I love about it do you know what you make it sound like we're on different sides <laughs> like you wanted it that way you make it sound 